Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Wash it. Wash it. What? The Febreze commercial? Notice how they try to get like. Uh, like cougar bumps that are a little bit hotter and like uh you know they got that geeky kid and his friend in the room and she comes in with like you know i'm not saying sexy but you know tight pants and she looks pretty good for a mother that's their edge for breeze uh if you're looking to lay it down uh, tonight we've got some dfs lineups uh for you but if dfs isn't your thing and you just want to bet check out the prop builder over at mybookie.ag yes. forget having to create multiple lineups ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches and avoid experts like me and Cam winning 90% of the money, <laughs> invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using the promo code FNTSY, you can elect an option to receive a 50% deposit bonus. Uh, rollover requirement, of course. Uh, no more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against just you and the props that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign up and choose your matchups using the prop builder tool. That's mybookie.ag promo code FNTSY. Where would you like to start tonight? We'll start with you, Cameron. <laughs> Cameron. Cameron Stewart. I, I don't, I, no, no one ever call you that. Yeah, when I hear Cameron, usually bad things happen, oh, yeah, so yeah, my yeah. lineup's cursed. Does your mother call you Cameron? Yeah, when she's pissed. <laughs> what does John Oakley call you? Uh, Cam. Uh, what else? Uh, I'll tell you that. I'm telling you those those segments that I'm starting to do, Gabe. He used to be, like, really friendly and everything to me now. I'm noticing over he's time. On you. Well, he, he's always, like, kind of like, yeah, like, it's it's like kind of he twists the knife. He's really nice, but when I'm getting comfortable, then he kind of need, then he needles me again. Like, he's just one of those guys. He likes to he likes to push the buttons. He likes to play the game. So you're saying you're getting, you're getting paid to go in there and be a punching bag. Uh, <laughs> some episodes. Yeah, that's fair. You should turn it on him. Actually, you know what he does when he gets too in depth in sports? He whatever, because he's he's a municipal guy. I should write down some uh, left wing literature for you, just to come back at him. See, you know what, John? I'm sick and tired of you talking about you know rich people and their taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. we'll talk after the show. Great idea. Be a good way to get fired if you <laughs> oh, want. No, it's a, yeah. If you ever want to go out, <laughs> just you know. And you know what? You're dead wrong about global warming. Yeah. And you're, you know, like, you go, oh, you know what? <laughs> that's a great point. If you ever, like, that's the way to go out. If you ever want to go out with him, that's the way to get him. Well, I was just gonna... go off and just, you know, say, you know what? Harper's a disgrace <laughs> to this country. <laughs> no, what I was going to say, though, once the Pizzaville money's run out, you know, and I'm, like, not doing it anymore, you're right. I'll go, I'm going to go down swinging. But, yeah, you could help me with that, too. Just ding, ding, ding. Have a like, list of stuff. Give me a bunch of talking rapid, points. Yeah, rapid fire. <laughs> And then, boom, drop the mic. It's over. Friends. <laughs> Friends. Friends. When's that dollar beer come? Oh, I know. Yeah, hey. Hey, Ford, what's going on here? Friends. Friends. Let me tell you, I could take $10 off the gasoline tax. Friends. 
friends, listen to me. The liberal government has been dipping into your pockets. Not with me. I'm going to put money, friends, back in your pocket, Ferenczi. Let's put money in somebody's pocket. All right. So let's start off with you, DFS. Why don't you give us the baseball first? I'm doing some crazy stuff, Gabe. And, yeah, uh, me too. I don't even. I don't care anymore. No, either. no, I, no. I, it, you, it works. It works with these low, low pitchers. Well, how crazy? Why is Gallardo one of your pitchers? No, he's a gas can. No, no. Well, Gallardo's one of my pitchers. How about? Oh, that's even crazier than me. I got. Actually, <laughs> I got. I got a gas can of equal value or worse. But know who the best underrated player? The Max Fried Chicken. Have you taken a look at this guy? Dude, yeah, he's one of my pitchers. Fried. You know what? I can't help it. I thought it was free, Ed, but we're going to call him Fried Chicken. It's it's Freed. Hey, Max, you're Fried. His name's Freed. I know, but we're calling him Fried. But come on. Like Easter. How do you not have, like, fried fried chicken night, fried corn dog night when this guy pitches? Everything should be fried. Max Fried, too. Not just a little fried. Max Fried. Yeah, it's Maximum Fried. Yeah, Max Fried. Awesome. Great name. It's like Max Power. Great name. You want to hear something about... Maximum fried, how good he is, Gabe. You know He's this real too. Good. He's as good as nice fried Popeye's oh, chicken. Eleven K's his last game, seventeen the last two. I'm not even done, people. Earn runs zero one one zero like. Seventy five hundred bucks? Are you killing me, Fried? I know he's playing at Milwaukee, but we have to take a chance. So we're going with maximum fried tonight. Now this gas can. This is, a, this is a leap of faith here, but I'm going to tell you I have a story actually to back it up. I'm not just throwing these idiots in my lineup for nothing. Shelby Miller <laughs> has given up 11 earned runs his last two games, but 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 the strikeouts, 11, 11 Ks. Also, those games, he's in a good spot tonight. He's at home against San Diego. I'm going to give him one more chance, Gabe. He's very, very cheap at $6,700, so he's going to be my second pitcher. Like, the way you're going with Gallardo, uh, I'm going with this guy, so... Anyway, Shelby Miller, let's get it done. Uh, yeah, she has 11 Ks and only 8.2 innings of work. And you know, Gabe, in the fantasy world, if you're going to give up earned runs, you better have strikeouts. So over one, one and change and innings good. Now I got a, now I got a pretty good all-star team here. Uh, JT Real Molto's probably one of the best catchers in baseball. He's absolutely on fire. A catcher hitting 306 with 11 home runs, 38 RBIs, 904 OPS. Another thing, too, is like 17.99. What kind of catcher does that? Like, you look at the catcher's numbers, zero, three. He is production maximum value here. So he's the one guy I'm going to go with for uh, the Marlins, JT Riomoto. And then we're going to go with Paul Goldschmidt who is, uh, and Fuego as well. He absolutely yeah. rakes. you got to put Goldschmidt in your lineup. He eats lefties up. Two home runs in his last four. Six RBIs and the DraftKings points, 21, 14, 20. It's unbelievable. This guy's had multiple nights of like 20 or more. Last three games, man, this guy's getting doing everything. Paul Goldschmidt, he's my guy. Now we're going to save some money at second base. Nick Goodrum, uh, flying way under the radar for Detroit. Uh, 20, 10, 7, 8, uh, 8 hits in his last four games, 4 runs in his last four games. He's a young player that's got up in the lineup now, and he's only $3,600, kind of falling off the radar screen, and uh, he's in a pretty good situation tonight. I think we could see some runs in that Texas-Detroit game. Uh, Camargo from Atlanta has been a very, very steady guy for us. Two home runs in his last three games, three runs in his last three, five hits, Gabe. So solid. I love what Camargo is doing, and he's only $3,700. Jerickson Profar. Uh, 19 DK points, 18 in two of his last three. Three RBIs in his last three games, six hits. He's on fire right now for Texas. Those bats are hot. Hopefully we get some runs. Uh, you have, I know you got Gallardo as their pitcher, though. So, yeah, you want Texas to beat down on Detroit. I'm saying, yes, Let's. they're going to eat up Boyd tonight. Boyd's going for Detroit. Now we're going to go with Mike Trout, the Kingfish. I spent $6,000 to get Trout. 
against Seattle, and I think he's going to have a home run tonight. We're predicting. That's a good, good pick, Cam. Bill Romanowski likes the Trout. Hey, I'll tell you something. That Mike Trout's a hell of a ball player, guys. I'll tell you something about Trout. He's a five-tool player. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, you know, Mike Trout likes that fish oil too, oh, guys. Fishy oil. Yeah, if you're out there, Cardano, basically yeah. we, we can get Bill Romanowski back it, on with us once a week. Get us uh, this guy on for football season. All we have to do is basically let him pimp Omega fish oil. Yeah, he'll do, and he'll talk about raking guys' eyes, the stories he told, classics. I grabbed you him by are, the balls. I didn't have a choice. Goes, I, the ball was right there. I, I grabbed him by the balls. I, I go, Romo, what goes on at the bottom of the pile? Oh, you don't want to know what goes on down there. We're raking eyes. I'm grabbing guys. Yeah, I go after the balls. It doesn't matter. All the t- changes of possession down there. The referee doesn't know what's going on. It just matters. You get the ball. Get the Remember ball. what he said, too? <laughs> he, goes, he goes, you know, I, I, I know all their girlfriends and wives' uh, names. Yeah. And he goes, you know, you're, you're saying the wife's name down there in the pile. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Romanowski tells about oh, yeah. how he studies like other players' girlfriends' and wives' names, so he can use it. Like during the game, we used to have some wicked guests on. Remember Steve Lyons? But I don't think he got paid. Then he went away. We yeah, had yeah, Steve. Like, <laughs> Psycho. Yeah. Wow, we had some real doozies. I remember being on hold with, with Steve Lyons, and oh, he says, he was "Not happy." Well, we come on. He goes, hey, "Just for the record, Gabe, it's gonna be the last hit I do yeah. unless I get my damn check." <laughs> And then it's like two minutes later, and we're joined by Steve Lines. Hey, psycho. All right, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, he went wild. He was like, uh, where's the pay? Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> Can I finish my team? <laughs> I got to pull a U on me now. No, I'm fine. I don't care. I, I, like I didn't it. stop you. You're the one that cracked the joke. Uh, did I? Oh, okay. Yeah. What, the kingfish? Anyway, Mike Trout. All right, that was my fault. Oh, I brought yeah, up yeah, no, no, I really don't care. It's fun. Mike Trout, $6,000. Fish oil. Then I go on with George Springer. Actually, a little bit disappointed, but in a very good matchup against the Chicago White Sox. Springer was a little bit banged up. He's healthy. Let's get things done. And he has home run power game. And then we're going with Delino DeShields at $3,800. He's actually three RBIs in his last four. 16 steals. He gets the extra points that way. Good spot. We like a lot of Texas players against Matt Boyd of the Tigers. That has a, a history of giving up the long ball. So, Maximum fried chicken, Shelby Miller, Rio Balto, Goldschmidt, Goodrum, Camargo, Profar, Trout, DeShields, Springer. All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with uh, some fried chicken here as well with uh, with Max Freed. It's not really fried, but it's spelled fried. We like fried, but it's Freed. Uh, so listen, <laughs> Freed's got a two five five earned run average in six appearances this year. He's only started two games. He got a spot start against St. Louis over the weekend, and uh, you know what? He scattered four hits over six and two-thirds. Pretty impressive. 11 strikeouts. What I like about this kid, he's actually uh, one of their top pitching prospects, uh, Cam. So he's not just like an arm in here. Atlanta's rolling him out. 24 years old. Um, Real nice uh, Ks uh, here. 33 strikeouts and 30 innings uh, work in uh, in six appearances uh, for this kid. So... You know, they're that's the thing with the Braves. Got a lot of a lot of young talent. They don't Great really rush the players in. They just sort of ease them in. And uh I think he's in a nice spot uh, here. So this is where, yeah, you know, I'm probably high on goofballs. I'm taking Gallardo. You gotta sometimes you gotta take a chance. I'm taking Gallardo. You know what's crazy How about Gallardo? How much was he? What's his price? Oh, it's um mid sixes? Sorry, I got I got my soccer line up here. Hold on. <laughs> 
I saw Lukaku's name. Hey, Lu- I-, I got Lukaku. Uh, Gallardo is f- 5,500. Wow. <laughs> that's cheap. That's really cheap. Man, that's bargain basement. Yeah, I-, I got stuck with money after, actually. Yeah. Like, I did my lineup, and I actually had I had like $6,000 left. <laughs> so I was like, well, because I actually had a couple of value plays that I took out. I was like, this guy's a good value play. And I took him out, and I'm like, well, I don't really need the value play because, you know, I've got, I've got all this money. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with Gallardo. You know what's amazing about Gallardo? This is what's uh, interesting about uh, him. He hasn't lost. The Rangers are 3-0 and when he starts. The Rangers have won all three of Gallardo's starts uh, since he's entered the rotation. The run support he gets is crazy. The Rangers, the Rangers have scored 11 runs. Wicked. That's uh, what I but, but. He's fresh off a seven-strikeout performance in a blowout win over the Chicago White Sox. Now he faces the Detroit Tigers team that's lost 13 of the last 15 games. Bless you, Cam. Cam's uh, sneezing. Thank you. Um, Gallardo's $5,500. Hey, the strikeouts are there, man. They are. Hey, you got to go cheap. Cam, he had 25 drafting points in his last start. That's good. Evan Gaddis. You know what his nickname is? Oso Blanco, White Bear. Is it? <laughs> That's racist. That's it. No, he's just the. He's, You're gonna he get fired for that. It's like yeah. Spider Monkey. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was. That, I didn't know what's going on. That's well, that guy's stuff. lying. You deserve yeah. to get fired. Yeah, so, uh, so Gavis actually, you know what? He's a stud and at the catcher position. He's pretty much the yep. best hitting catcher. I mean, Real Moto at him. Yeah. So. Um, Gaddis is projected to be the number one catcher in DraftKings tonight. He's projected to put up 9.4 DK points versus Matty Boyd uh, tonight. Boyd got uh, hit hard in his last uh, start. He's, you know, Boyd's good sometimes, and sometimes he's not. But the Tigers are, you know, they're just pretty much a freaking train wreck. So, um, you know, when you when you look at uh, you look you look at Gaddis and. Uh, and the Houston Astros. It's sort of all or nothing uh, with these guys. Now he gets the, the White Sox. White Sox, yeah. He gets the White Sox here this evening. I was talking about uh, the Tigers uh, with yeah. Gallardo uh, into uh, in the Gaddis here with the White Sox. How do I not uh, take a Gaddis at $4,100? Paul Goldschmidt? Yeah. <sighs> Goldschmidt. What can you say about Goldschmidt? Uh, that he's an absolute machine. He's raking. He owns left-handed pitching. He's doing everything. Exactly. So here's here's a contrarian play here, Cam. I'm taking one of your White Sox players. Oh, okay. The score against Ver, uh, Verlander is cold. Juan Moncada. I love, I love Moncada. He's good. You know why? Listen, Verlander, as we talked about, he's given up 16 hits in his last three starts, nine runs in the last three starts. And um, Moncada is actually red hot uh, right now. Six for 15. He's got a home run, a triple, two doubles, and six RBIs over his last uh, three games. Verlander's given up four home runs. Uh, in the last oh four my games. God, his numbers are fantastic. Who, Moncada? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. He's just 16, 29, 14. Guy's got six RBIs in his last three yeah, games. A home run, a yeah. triple, a stolen bag. Killing it. Doing it all. And nobody's going to want him against no, uh, against w- Verlander in Houston. You know what? I want him now. See, now, now I'm getting yeah, smart. I'm 38. Going, yeah. that's, that's a good pick. All right, Matt Carpenter. Man, Carpenter, you know, we we take Carpenter pretty much every day. But look. He hit 145 in the month of April, Carpenter. He hit 297 in the month of May. June, 313. Yep. I mean, you see the the progression here with him. In the month of June, eight home runs, 15 RBIs. July, listen, we're only three, four days in here. Five, you know, four or five days in. 
He's only played like three games or something. Um, he's cooled off a little bit. He's five for 15 uh, this month, uh, this week, we should say. Still good. Yeah, still pretty good. Um, so, yeah, we're going to take Matt Carpenter tonight. The Washington Nationals. I like the Nationals from betting purposes tonight. The Nationals, uh, uh, Trey Turner is one of the few guys that's actually showing up on a daily basis here. He had his second straight multi-hit uh, game um, in, a, in, a, in a row here. Um, in the last uh, seven games, he's actually uh, scored seven runs. Love Trey Turner. Yeah, Turner's been putting up some nice fantasy numbers as of late. I'm going with uh, Springer. Jerry, Jerry, Springer. Uh, tonight against uh, Carlos Rodon. Yeah, so we both have George Springer tonight. Nice. Yeah. He's got 60 runs scored on the year. It's pretty He's good. He's actually not even like, he, he can do better too. Go with Nelson Cruz tonight. And I wanted to uh, sin Sue choose, 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 choose you, but uh, nobody. Guy's got a 45 uh, game uh, on Bay Street going right now. Sin Choo. But uh, choose a scratch, guys. Choose out. So I'm going to put in Juan Soto. My lineup, Max, uh, uh, we'll do it on the other side. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. That high? No, it's impossible. <laughs> oh, my Undertaker! Great story. Uh, it's a great story if you're into that song about uh, Mary Clayton. The uh, she's the woman that sings. She's the one that makes the uh, the song, the backup vocals, and uh, she never heard the song before. They called her out of yeah. bed. She was pregnant. She showed up in the studio, belted that out. Obviously, you know, classic, and uh, she had a miscarriage after. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that song actually basically. She she was so into it. It was yeah. just kind of like, oh, boy. Yeah, if you listen to her. Well, like She gives it her all. Oh, yeah. She violently belted it she out. She did. It's one of the best. Uh, it is probably the best female backing vocals of all time. Like Pink Floyd. Like the phone rang. It was like amazing. it was like 2 in the morning or something. You told me they wanted somebody else for the job. Yeah. Like and, originally. Yeah, she was like the, they didn't even know her. She was like the last second, whatever. And somebody said, oh, this she's the best, this lady. She can belt this out in a second. And uh, they woke her up. And her husband's like, she's pregnant, man. Yeah, and like, yeah. what the hell? It's 2 in the morning. And uh, it was like her <laughs> manager. I think the Stones were big, but this is the 60s, right? Yeah. It's like 68 or 69 when they recorded that. And uh, he told her, you know what, these guys are going to be pretty popular and stuff. You should probably do it. And good, good advice. For Piece of rock and roll history. Okay, so 
We've got uh, Max uh, Max Freed. Max Freed, Atlanta Braves. That's right. I've got Giovanni Gallardo as one of my pitchers. I'm batshit crazy. I've got Gallardo, <laughs> Evan Gaddis, Paul Goldschmidt, Juan Moncada, Matt Carpenter, Trey Turner, Nelson Cruz, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Springer, George, and uh, Juan Soto. I like it. I like it. A lot, actually. Yeah, pretty good team. Freed, Gallardo, Gaddis, Goldschmidt, Moncada, Carpenter, Turner, Cruz, Springer, Juan Soto. I did another uh, DraftKings team, Gabe, just mixed up a couple guys, threw a couple nationals in there. I got uh, Shasin as my pitcher, Miller, another hot catcher, Robertson Chirinos is absolutely on fire for Texas, Paul Goldschmidt, Nick Nico Gudrum, Jorge Polanco looks like he's going to have a good night tonight. You talked about Trey Turner in a great spot, and now that this outfield, Bryce Harper, Juan Soto, and Mike Trout, boom, boom, boom. There goes the dynamite. <laughs> there goes the dynamite. <laughs> That's what happens when you save for pitching. You get big bats. I like it. Thanks, buddy. All right. Uh, so I've got a CFL lineup, as does a Cam. Yep. Let's get into it. Um, let's see. Let me let me check again. Sometimes they put this stuff up, like, at the last second with the CFL, with the single-game showdown. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Very strange. They have a single-game showdown up, but it's the... Um, it's for a weekend game. It's for right? the Alouette game on Friday night. Probably, yeah. It's weird. Why would see? That's what I don't understand. You have Hamilton and Saskatchewan playing tonight. Why don't you just do individual showdowns for every game? Like you could make it a small contest. Like there's no. I thought they I'm had sorry, it best. There's, there's no reason not. I thought to they do had it. it best in week one where I they agree. had each game showdown and exactly. a four game tournament. That's what they should have if you want it to grow. Right? Then they should have a two game tournament, a three game tournament, like a progression. Thank you. you yes. I mean? You do. You do single four, four and then three and then two and then, on yes. Saturday. Correct. It is what it is. It is. All we can do is pick the players, Cam. We don't uh, choose the other uh, contests. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> you sound disappointed. I am disappointed. It'd be nice to have uh, control over something once in a while. Seems like a lot of pressure choosing a contest. <laughs> okay, so uh, Mike Riley is going to be my quarterback. Now, listen, we talked about it with Ben Kramer. Ben does a great job uh, with this. and. Yep. Mike Riley, by far, is the number one fantasy player in the Canadian Football League. Yep. He, he's, so they played three games. He's averaging 35.1 uh, points per game. Solid. It's a lot, dude. Sure is. They've got 11 touchdowns on the year. He's involved in 10 of them. Like He's, he, he's either thrown or rushed for all the touchdowns except for one of them. It's a pretty crazy stat. You know, like he's involved. Like he's just... He is by far the best fantasy player. So if you're a CFL novice and you're, you're tuning in, you want to play this tonight on DraftKings, Mike Riley is the best quarterback in the CFL. And he really isn't even playing all that well, and he's still putting up 35 DK points a game. The second best quarterback in the CFL so far this year for fantasy purposes, Cam, has been Masoli. Yeah, he has been and really good. I don't really have a problem with anybody taking Masoli. Masoli runs a bit. Uh, Houston, um, Houston, Hamilton. Houston? <laughs> Houston. Houston, Hamilton's uh, Hamilton's offense has been good. Yeah, they spray the ball around, so he's in a good position. There's a lot of dink and dunk stuff, but it's, it's run and shoot SMU style yeah, with June Jones, and it's pretty effective because the field's so big. Somebody's always open. They they really are. So I don't have a problem if anybody plays Masoli. Uh, one thing, Trevor Harris, I want to note: um, Ottawa throw the ball all the time. Like Ottawa run the ball the least, essentially, in the Canadian Football League. Everything's a, a, a pass with these guys. Trevor Harris is $9,700. Uh, Strebler is 94 but he's not even starting. Yeah, that's a bad pick. Jennings is 92 
I like Jennings in this spot, Cam. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But the thing is, why is Jennings $9,200? It's too expensive. Way too much. Dude, it really that, is. No, that's nuts. Matt Nichols, 85 I think you can make a case for. You can. But the thing is, the guy hasn't played football yet. It's his yeah, first game of the rusty. year. Rusty. Uh, Johnny Manziel, $8,000, hasn't taken a damn nope. snap. Well, hey, Mazzoli's playing good. He's not going to get I know. It. They should still throw him a bone. Well, I told you. We talked about it. Put him in certain packages. Mazzoli could play. He'll come out and do some stuff, crazy stuff. Hamilton will take that chance. Throw him a bone. I mean, if he's been such a good teammate, yeah. right? Um, so as far as the quarterback is concerned, I'm going with Mike Riley. They're playing against the Toronto Argonauts. The Argonauts' defense hasn't uh, been very good uh, this year. The Argonauts have great cup hangover. They don't look the same. No, they don't have a swagger. They're not playing with intensity. No. We were at the game. Like, everything Calgary did, too. Like, remember? The people were wide open. Oh, yeah, not just that. Remember on the play when Calgary, uh, Jordan, the receiver, he's the guy who coughed it up when the Argos took it back and eventually won the great cup? What I saw from him, oh, the Argos back. had a chance. And the fact that the on the on the fumble return, he didn't even get to, like, he got to, like, the, what, the 35, 40? Like, he was running, like, Usain Bolt on crack. And that's the and that's the thing. Hamil, uh, Calgary won the game. Argos don't have a killer instinct. Very dangerous. And the thing is, too, Edmonton have a better passing attack they, than Calgary do. I know they do. They they actually have lethal dudes running around everywhere. Toronto's going to have a hard time dealing with it. So they should. Mike Riley, I like I like actually uh, Toronto. I'm going to go to the game too. Cam might be coming. We'll uh, we'll check in with Sunny Vega. Sunny Vega's tuning in. No, uh, we're not going to do the whole day and barbecue. Don't need to barbecue or nothing. I have a couple brews. But the game's at five thirty. Yeah, we meet at four thirty. Go over type thing. You know. Then what I like about it is you get out of there a little bit earlier. That's another thing. So if I have to you go can, back, you can go into your night. You can go hang with your thing. girlfriend after your, the game's over at eight thirty. I'm gonna go you hang, know what I mean? hang, I can hang out with my lady on Friday and, and drink with my buddy Forbes. I can catch the train. You're right. If the game's late at night, what am I doing? We're calling the guy at two o'clock in the morning. It's tough. You, you, yeah, are you, you up? You got out of here before two in the morning. Now oh, no, I got home with Babano at like three thirty in the morning. I, I took all night. Now you know you get out of the get out of the stadium at eight thirty nine o'clock. That's it's not a, bad. That's a whole different yeah, scenario. Changes. Home at eleven. Yeah, yep, it changes like it. changes everything. Sure does. All right, so I'm going to the game, and uh, I'm taking Mike Riley as my quarterback. Steph Logan is going to be my running back, Cam, and I'm thinking outside the box oh, here. I like that return angle. Just because, listen, Andrew Harris is $8,000. Powell is $7,600. Gable is $7,500. Wilder is $7,400. And in the Canadian Football League, teams don't run, man. Even if you have a good running back, there's there's games where the good running back runs like six times, man. And it, running backs rarely score touchdowns. Because when they get real close into the one or two yard line, they always QB sneak it, right? The the running back is kind of a wasteland, man. When it comes to uh, to it. Canadian football, you know, listen, the Powell guy's got twenty. He's averaging twenty two points a game just because he got a bunch of touchdowns, but in one game he caught a couple passes. But uh, I, you know, Logan, he's not going to carry the ball much. Stephen Logan on the, on the Alouettes, but he's their return guy. And the Alouettes could get blown out. And if they're getting blown out, that actually helps. It does. Because it means he's going to get even more returns. I mean, he's averaging like 180 yards a game in return yards, guys. CFL is a lot of return yards. So he's going to be my running back because he's so cheap. He's $4,300. All the other running backs are like AK. Uh, Duke Williams and the Edmonton Eskimos. I'm going to par- I'm going to uh, parlay and uh, stack him together uh, with uh, Mike Riley, $8,200. He's a freaking monster. Uh, this guy, great hands, averaging twenty-two point three DraftKings points per game. Deontay Spencer of the Ottawa Red Blacks. I can't afford Ellingson, but Spencer's just right there, man. And uh, like we said, Ottawa throw the football like seventy-seven percent of the time or something. So Spencer at seventy-nine hundred dollars, nice play. 
Brandon Banks. Hopefully he's lined up with Deron Carter a lot tonight, Cam. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Banks is one of the fastest players in the Canadian Football League. Speedy B. Yeah, Speedy B. <laughs> oh, no. Brandon Banks in the open field. You're not going to get Speedy B. Touchdown, Ticats. He used to be a DB, <laughs> and then they, he was like a DB, and then they, he was like a – he wasn't a very good offensive back because he's too small. Too small. He's skinny and stuff, yeah, right? Is. But he's fast as hell, man, and yep. he's pretty tough. Like, he gets hit, and he bounces back up. And then they made him a return guy. I've never seen a football player in my life, Cam, have so many returns canceled by touchdowns. Like, he's almost True. used to it. He just shrugs. Yeah. It's like it's like it happens all the time. But they finally got him at wide receiver, and he's figured it out a bit. Like, last year, he was pretty bad. He was a wide receiver, and he wasn't really a factor in games. Well, the offense really suits his game. Yeah, but now... He sort of figured out how to run roots a little bit. He gets open. They get him the football. He's a good player, man. He's averaging 20 DK points a game, $8,600. I'm going to uh, roll the dice a little bit with uh, with Ricky Collins Jr., BC Lions uh, wide receiver. Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game here uh, between the Lions and the Bombers. And I think the the, the, the Lions are going to have to be throwing a football. I think Collins at $4,500 a nice play. My defense is going to be the Red Blacks at $4,800 against that Alouette offense. I know the Alouettes won last week, but it wasn't an offensive gem by any stretch of the imagination. So my CFL team will be Mike Riley, um, Stephen Logan, Duke Williams, Deontay Spencer, Brandon Banks, Ricky Collins Jr., and the Ottawa Red Blacks. Riley, Logan, Williams, Spencer, Banks, Collins Jr., Red Blacks defense. What you got, Cam, in the CFL? Well, Gabe, I'm going to take a different uh, approach than most and kind of load up on a stack with the Ottawa Renegades. They're your, uh, sorry, Red Blacks. They're your, they're your defense. They're going to be my offense tonight. I'm, I'm going with Trevor Harris. These guys are at Montreal. I love Trevor Harris as my quarterback at $9,700. He's doing a, the thing about Harris, so sometimes he can drive you nuts with a little bit of inconsistency, but he can move around. He can do some good things, and I love the situation. Like the situation going against Montreal is absolutely fantastic. I think we're going to get it done. He's coming off a pretty pedestrian week against Calgary. That changes against Montreal. James Wilder Jr., we talked about the Argos quarterback situation. We were at the game. Ricky Ray might not ever play another football game again. We wish him the best. But James Franklin in there, they're going to have to do a lot of dish-offs. It's Wilder time for the Toronto Argos against Edmonton. He's $7,400. Gabe, I did it. I went with both. Red Blacks receivers. I went with a man who gets 33% of, of the production. Greg Ellingson's amazing. He, he, he'll drop a few, but man. Last week, he had a lot of drops. So this but week, they go, yeah, yeah, they go to him all the time. Like, you know, $9,100 expensive, but that's what we're doing. I have Ottawa's quarterback. I have Ellingson. I couldn't afford Spencer. That was a situation that I was in, so I went with Sinopoli. Uh, the Ottawa's other receiver. These guys chuck it around, man. Uh, it's going to be Ellingson, Spencer, Sinopoli, ding, 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 all day. He's $6,500, and his numbers are pretty decent. They're almost comparable to Spencer's. Flex position, I'm going with C.J. Gable, Gabe, and uh, you brought up a really good point about the quarterback sneak and whatever, but I'm just, after last week's game, he had 23 carries for 165 yards, 27.2 DK points. If they use them, really yeah, got into good. a rhythm again. Yeah. And know what? Toronto's run defense, they can't stop any. They, their whole defense right now, they might just pound, pound, pound them into the ground. Hey, he gets a touchdown on top of it. I'm in a really good situation at $7,500. This is a leap of faith. We talked to Ben about it. 
Saskatchewan, they say Thigpen's going to be the starting running back against Hamilton. Hopefully he does good early so he can keep the job. $5,300, so I'm praying he has some really positive carries so we don't have to see Mason and Messam, the other M's on the team. And I only had uh, $4,500 left, so the only defense took... Actually, the second, I looked at the, the fantasy points per game defense. The Red Blacks are leading at 13, but uh, the Lions are right there at nine in the three hole. So I'm going to take them. The BC Football Lions. So to recap the lineup, Trevor Harris, quarterback. Wilder Jr. of the Toronto Argonauts as the running back. Went with both Ottawa receivers. Greg Ellingson, Brad Sinopoli, CJ Gable of Edmonton as my running back. Flex position, Thigpen, and the defense special teams. BC Lions, Marenzi, 100 by change. I like where you're going uh, with this. I almost want to put double two lineups together for the CFL because it's so, yeah, it, it's yeah. fun. Like, you know what I mean? It's two, four, well, seven. Yeah. There's seven things. You could do a lot of different stuff. I'm feeling like I really want to put another lineup together. A couple, a couple of different angles. Uh, like you I, like you'd use your Logan, they, that Logan angle. Yeah, the Logan really angle is pretty good. You know, you can, Mike Riley's the most expensive quarterback, and Mike Riley will be the most owned quarterback as yeah. well. So, my suggestion is, if you're looking for a contrarian play here, quarterback, I'd go Matt Nichols at 8,500. And hope he's ready to rock. Yeah, but my assumption is if he's playing, he's ready to go, yeah. right? And he's a pretty good quarterback. Very good. Right? So, would you consider and him? And he's $8,500. I mean, I don't see why Jennings would be is he the Is he the second or third best quarterback in the league? Definitely. Yeah, like, you know. It'll either go Riley, Nichols, Bo Levi Mitchell, or Bo Levi Mitchell Nichols. Yeah, Would you agree with that? I'd say Riley, Bo Levi. Nichols has – the problem with Nichols is he's good when he plays, but he's got to prove it. Like, he he often gets hurt. It's a lot like Trevor. He, yeah. You know, Trevor Harris is pretty good, dude. But Trevor Harris gets hurt often. I know, I know. Better not get hurt this week. Quarterbacks get hurt in the CFL a lot. I know, it's Look, weird. Ricky Ray, hurt, gone. No, no it is. They, they Zach let, Caleros, hurt, gone. The NFL, I find that they protect their play. The CFL is a lot I've been telling people this people all the time. People don't get it. It's like more hardcore football. I told some idiot that. I said the CFL is more violent <laughs> than, than more the NFL. Violent. They're like, what are you saying? It's better? I said, no, no I didn't say it's better. It I said it's more violent. violent. You're right. They don't protect the players. You'll notice in the CFL, dude, man, like players get like, 15-yard head starts and stuff. I know. Right? You're murdering Like, guys. the NFL, the field is small. You've got a bunch of, like, fridges out there, right? It's sort of like a... <laughs> it's sort of like, you know, the NFL is sort of like a bunch of battleships in a bathtub. You know what I mean? It's very quick collision. Like, a running back gets the ball, and he basically runs into a wall, and it's a quick collision. And, you know, you got Vin, Vince Wolfert falling on top That's of you. A, got, a, got a bunch of fridges out there, Gabe. Yeah, like, it's not, like... Fridges. Like, it's dangerous yeah. for wide receivers because the, the DBs are launching oh, themselves. Know. But the CFL, everybody's fast. Like, the NFL, man, there's a lot of fat dudes in the NFL. They just are. Like, you see some of these guys. For power, run blocking. Yeah, they're massive men and stuff, but you can just run around them, right? So, and they don't really get to hit you that much in the NFL. Like, the CFL... You know, everybody's like 240 pounds, like there's the linebackers, the linemen. There's not yeah. really linemen. They're all just sort of linebackers. There's more curric- extracurricular activity at the bottom And another of the thing too. is, too, yeah, after the plays, there's way more fighting. Like, there's trash there's trash. a scrum after every play in the CFL. Like, they'll, they'll talk trash. There's people, like, hitting each other in the face. Oh, I know. It's awesome. It's like, like they, yeah, they don't really, it's a bunch of nut jobs in the CFL, actually. Very true. 
I've heard it. Well, you know, we can get guys on and if they told me the same thing. They're like, oh, CFL, or the guys are crazier than CFL. Do they make less money? There's less respect. Right? So it's just a great point. They're just sort of nuts. Interesting fact. Until 1948, 7-Up contained lithium citrate, a mood stabilizer used to treat bipolar disorder. Yeah, lithium. That's the pill, lithium. Lithium citrate. That's where that citrus flavor came from. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Decisions line up walk live. Red Heat and Rage. I am Gabriel Retz alongside Cam Stewart. These uh, poor kids in the cave in Thailand, man. Unbelievable. And if you actually look at the actual sort of uh, the blueprint, the blueprint of this cave, I don't know how the hell they ended up in there. Like, I, I, I know. I mean, basically, they're they're a soccer team and they're their bus it was like yeah. a monsoon they got swept in like just they got sucked into the earth but how do they end up so deep into, into this like people don't understand like yeah 1.2 miles, miles of pitch black cave darkness through water and crevices like I, it's 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 insane it's it's so wild like the water is 16 it. feet deep these poor kids and some of them can't swim like, I don't know. You look at you look at the blueprint of this thing. I don't know how they're going to get them out. I thought, like, can't you just sort of pull them out? Like, you know, you send Navy SEALs yeah, down like a there. Yeah, super rope hold on and pull and pull. And, but it's, Kids are going to drown. It's 16 feet that, of, like, that, muddy water. That's another thing. And you talked about. They're trying to outfit the kids with, like, little scuba gear and stuff. But it's not easy to scuba dive. And the problem is the Navy SEALs can't get into this thing even. They can't get the equipment in. It's too narrow. Like, I. And there's it's monsoon season. The more it rains, the cave's gonna fill up. Like it's it's this is a life and death dire situation. It's it's really man. You know it's frustrating because in today's day and age, they do we do so many stupid things with money in society. Yeah. And they claim that oh we spent somewhere to the moon. Yeah, did you? Get these kids out of the damn cave then somehow. But it's crazy when you look at the blueprint. There's just no real simple way out of this. I was thinking like, can you blow it up? And you blow no, up like no. half of it. Somehow, no, you can't but because no. by the explosive, the is, yeah. then the water, and then they're going to drown. Uh, there's, there's no way. They've got, they've got the world's best scientists trying to figure it and out. He can't figure it out, right? The U.S. Navy SEALs are there. The British SEALs, the Thai SEALs, like you've got, you know, I, it's, it's, it's amazing. It really is. like, it, And it's crazy. Like, it's a big story worldwide. But imagine if this was in Canada, the States. I know. I mean, people, It'd be huge. 
All right, so the issue is now how do you get them out of the cave with rising waters and mud hindering yeah. access to, with the trap and the, the group's health concern? Wow. The Army says they might have to wait four months. Man, I'd panic down there. Four months? Why, is that because monsoon season, like the waters will go down? Because it's, yeah. it's thick water mud. levels. It's yeah. all mud. This isn't like just a cave. No, They're no, not a in a cave. Yeah. They're in a slush hole, like in the bottom of a mountain type thing. It's insanity. Like, yeah, dude, I would freak. Cape, I told you, man. Like, I would freak. I would, I, I lived, when I lived in Yellowknife, <laughs> when I lived in Yellowknife, I got an offer to go to the diamond mine, like under the earth. I was like, no, you're not getting me down there. Like, these, uh, four, and, and you're talking about four months? All right, so these are the options to get them out. The option to bring them up by diving is quickest, but it's also most dangerous. Navy divers, three top British cave divers, and U.S. military personnel all attempted to uh, to find the boys down there. And they can't see anything. Cam, it's one mile a cave. I know. And it's the, like, thing is, and they can't send these seals in to die themselves. Even though they're That's, Navy yeah. seals, yeah, like, they're not... Like- they're not coming out, basically. Like, it's one of these, it's over the top. They have 1,000 military personnel involved. China has sent their, their SEAL team. Myanmar, Australia. They have 1,000 skilled professional divers waiting if they're, if they're given a go-ahead. They have to go through tiny debris-strewn passages aided by round-the-clock water pumping efforts to clear the muddy and floody waters. And the boys are not trained divers. Like, even if you're, yeah, that's not, the thing. you're screwed. Drilling. This is what I was wondering, too. Can't you just sort of, like, drill? Like, you know, you get some real s- smart people. Because if it was you and me, I'd be like, all right, listen, we're going to blow up this and... But like you said, how the hell do you know how the mountain's going to react when you start blowing things up? These caves are very thin. They're covered. What you talk about, blowing, like, you know, when you're using explosives like that, you don't know how it's going to work. So they what, are, what do they say? What do they, they say? They are drilling. Authorities have tried to drill holes in the cave walls to drain the flood water, although sense. the thick rock has hampered the efforts. There have been a suggestion that drilling could go another way to get to the boys to help them out. But even if they begin the process, new roads would need to be built above the caves to accommodate the drilling equipment. That's yeah, exactly. That stuff's uh, that's very, very heavy, big. Like, I don't know what uh, you you said it like that's. It's a frustrating problem because it's a real, real bad spot. Tight, no light, mud, rock. What do you do? Yeah. What do you do? They're saying that uh, when you're 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 in these type of conditions, heart failure. Is, they're kids, Cam. They're ten to twelve years old. Like. Supposedly, two of the kids are already very, very sick. This is a sad story. They got, they got to yeah. figure something out and fast, man. Like uh, the, the diving, the thing is, waiting four months doesn't seem like a very realistic plan. They're sending doctors down. They're trying yeah. to, they're send, they're trying to figure out because uh, you know they, they sent medicine down. You know, you can get a, for a few people in there, but they can't just send. Everybody, because I'm thinking, why don't you just send the seals down there? They swim through the crap, they stick these kids on their back, and yeah. they swim back out. But it's not that simple. No, man, it's a mile point two challenge. So, say a prayer for these kids in Thailand. Uh, real, real, uh, real heartbreaking, man.
And a shout out to the, not that it really matters, but at least the, the English soccer team have sent, uh, have sent their wishes. Dear God, man, a monsoon is on the way, too. So, no, they're, so basically by saying that, they're, are they going to have to take the risk with the divers? If a monsoon's coming, you can't, you, you probably can't wait that long. But you said the risk of death is that, like doing it that like way. Like I said, is, I got the world's it's very best. Risky. It's very risky. Very risky. But you got Japan just sent thirty-six of their top military divers. Like the world's trying. Yeah. Like it's not like the world's looking the other way here. The world, the world is trying to get these kids out. But you know, I'm, I just bring this up just because uh, you know we we take everything. We live in such a trivial world where we bitch. You know, LeBron James this and I went know. there and that. It's like, man. Yeah, these poor kids. It's just uh, they got, yeah. We we don't have any problems compared to these. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. We're living pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I saw the Special Olympics gymnastics yesterday, and that was a real humbling reminder as well. You see these kids out there battling, man. Before we get into uh, the baseball, I worked with a guy Gabe before I met you, and uh, he's basically in a wheelchair all the time. Like he used to pick him up, put the wheelchair in like limp arms, you know what he did to do right stories? He put a pencil in his mouth and like typed on the keyboard quicker than almost anybody. And I've never, never, ever seen a hat. Like, it's weird, man. Like this guy's got this debilitating disease. He's the happiest, most positive person I met. It's Crazy, like, yeah? no, no, like he, like other people are like, ah, I hate this. Ah, the guy's always smiling, always having a positive attitude. Guy's amazing, Johnny, great guy. So, you know, some people just have better outtake on things can't help but uh yeah it's it's no, uh, he's um he's an amazing guy we're going out for lunch next week like I, you I said it's amazing it. like how people that have uh, faced adversity and stuff hey eh, that uh i saw a story yesterday that you know people with less tip more and give to homeless people more etc yeah rich, rich people give less yeah not like that dick well, not, well i shouldn't say rich because it's funny yeah. because actually republicans tip better than democrats but i'm talking about I'm talking about um, just sort of on the street, you know, like with yeah. panhandlers and yeah. stuff like that. People with less tend to give more. Not like that dick who's in entourage where apparently when he was in the city, <laughs> the guy went out with like 20 people and he left a CD for like a Oh, yeah, screw yeah. yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it Jeremy Piven? What a yeah. dick. That's I'm, a dick move, I've bro. never liked that show, dude. No, no, I'm just telling you, like, no, I don't even watch it either. I'm just saying that's brutal. Like, hey, here's my CD. No. How about a tip? You know, <laughs> I don't want your damn CD. I want a, I want money. <laughs> Idiot. Anyway, uh, tough baseball board tonight, man. Real tough. I got to even know what. We're right, so do. What, are you, what are you doing with this Riders game? You gonna take the Riders? I am play? taking the Riders. Yeah. You got to take the put. You you you're in your own words said it. Saskatchewan. They. I like to take bounce back. It's a CFL's a week to week league. Everyone's high on Hamilton right now. Ooh, they're playing so good, whatever. Remember, you know, Saskatchewan still beat Toronto. They're at home. They're going to, after a bad performance, Gabe, I like to come back to a team, not just fade them. We'll see how they do tonight. But if I'm getting a touchdown, I'm taking the Riders. They're the home team. You're getting six and a half. I, I, I'm going to buy whatever. I know you said no key number. If I get a flat seven, that's great. I'm taking Saskatchewan. Hamilton, sure, they're, they've been playing great. Mazzoli's been uh, unbelievable, but I think this game is big for Saskatchewan. I think they come ready to play, and I have no idea, I, I have no idea about the total in the game. Probably going to go over, 
but I would take Saskatchewan plus the points. I think it does. If you want to do a teaser, Saskatchewan plus 13.5 over 44 sounds good to me. All right, let me uh, let me bang through my soccer DFS lineup. we got soccer oh, tomorrow, actually. we just got to get picks for that, too. Oh, no! <laughs> I'll do it here. I can do it. Here, let's time it, actually. Let me get the timer going here, Cam. Okay. <laughs> I could go for a long time. All right, let's see here. Yeah. Now. No! Dude, your face went burgundy like mine. That wasn't bad. <laughs> what? Not bad. Not bad. That was 16 seconds. Oh, it's a, those guys do it for what? Like 40? You want to give it a shot? I don't know if I can, but I ran. All right. right. One, two, three. Go! Sounds like a car alarm. How long? 15 oh, seconds. Oh, wow. Good. We're really doing well. I'm in better shape than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. That so here's fun. our yeah, car, I'm going. Yeah. Here's our soccer uh, our soccer lineup. Yep. Uh, we're going with Lukaku. Ooh, I like that. So listen, so basically, um, basically we got a two-game throwdown here tomorrow. There's two games, guys. France and Uruguay, there's not going to be any goals. Belgium and Brazil, lots there will be. Well, I don't know, lots of, but more goals. Yep. Uruguay, the best defensive team in the tournament, uh, left standing right now. France are a high-flying team, but uh, I think a lot of people are going to take Mbappe after what they saw last week in Griezmann, etc. But I'd be very, very weary of that. I think the Uruguay are going to be able to slow them down. So I'm going to load up on the Brazilians and the Belgians here. I'm going with Lukaku. Uh, to $8,000, Neymar, $11,200, Coutinho, $8,500, Fernandino, uh, Fernandino, $3,200, and this is where I'm giving you some nice insight here. Uh, Sesmiro is going to be out for Brazil after picking up his second yellow card of the tournament, which means Fernandino will be starting in Sesmiro's place. How's that for some uh, That's good insight? stuff, and he's cheap. Watch out for Gabriel Jesus as well. He could lose his spot to Roberto Firmino. Um, so, so far, we got Lukaku, we got Neymar, we got Coutinho, we got Fernandino. Now we get into the defenders. Let's go with the Uruguayan here and Jimenez. Uh, Jose, Jose Jimenez has been uh, rock solid, played, uh, you know, played 90 minutes of, of each, each match. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Vertonghen. Of, uh, of Belgium for Dongan. I tell you what, for for a defender, man, 16.8 DK points in, in the last uh, match. 4.3 in the one before, 2.8 before that. For Dongan? Yeah, for Tongan. For Tongan. For Tongan. My goaltender will be uh, Muslera. Muslera. He's only given up uh, one goal in the entire tournament. That's a netminder for Uruguay. And he's very, very cheap, too, because they're playing against France. And I think I'm, they're going to get the win. They're going to be an upset special. Clean cheats. And then finally, in closing, my utility player will be Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard. Hazard. Yeah, Hazard. <laughs> well, I said Hazard for to make it easy yeah, for Yeah, the people. Dukes of Hazard? He's actually French. Hazard. <laughs> I know, it's Hazard, but Hazard. it's spelled Hazard. Yeah, it's, it's Hazard. It's spelled like the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> Hazard. Even, you know, as good as the British guys are, actually, uh, with the play-by-play. Mexican guys are better. 
the uh, uh, the, the, the British guys really, really butcher the French names. No, they do. The you know, like they had ever real problem with I it. Listen- like it was almost like Tony Sincata, like Jairo. <laughs> I used to love no, that. Like the British guy the other day, he's, yeah. and he's like, and Jairo, it's like, bro, Jeru. You're, yeah, you know, you're, yeah. it's your world. This is international. You should know how to pronounce it. Yeah, you know, it's a mean, good, it's good Giroux, point. Like it's know? the biggest event in the world. No one, no. I listened to a. A Benfica Porto game it's on like the Griezmann. radio. Like it's not Those? Griezmann, it's Griezmann, dude. It's Griezmann. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean, Griezmann. I you know what I mean? But they're not going to say, say that, right? The Portuguese guys and all them are the best. They're the best. <laughs> they go nuts. They know everything. Like they're, they're sorry. the Portuguese. I, I'm going to tell the British. The Portuguese guys? national anthem is the best. Man. Oh, I know it's awesome. It's nothing but drums and cymbals. <laughs> I know it's wicked. It's like a high school band. They just love it. They love like the the crashing symbols. Oh, they love it. Like, I know. It's great. <laughs> it's All right, says so my lineup: Lukaku, Neymar, Coutinho, Fernandino, Jimenez, Vertonghen, Muslera, and uh, Eden Hazard. Eddie Hazard. <laughs> Eddie Hazard. Make it simple, Eddie Hazard. <laughs> exactly, Eddie Hazard. <laughs> All right, what are your best bets? Okay, Gable. I'm going to take Saskatchewan. I'm going to get the half point. I want it at a cool seven, but the teaser is Saskatchewan plus 13 over 44, yeah. which is going to be played. In baseball, I don't like a lot. I'm not I'm not forcing the issue. I'm taking the Seattle Mariners as, as my plate tonight at a buck 35, and I have a lean to the San Francisco Giants. So that's it tonight. Uh, no need to bet the card. we got a couple CFL games. Baseball, what do you got for me? All right. Uh, what do you like? All right. You know what? Cody's got a good. Uh, Cody's got a, a good uh, question. Actually, how come clam chowder wasn't on the list of mascots? That's a fair question. It's a very fair question. But we were talking pro. No, f- yeah. yeah, it's no, no. We love you at all, but like we're talking about ones who like go to National Hockey League games, participate. Uh, yeah, NBA, we were talking about NBA, yeah. baseball, hockey, whatever. As regular, yeah, yeah, as dude mascots for sure. Got picks? I want to give another goal on the way out, but I might die. Nationals minus one and a half runs plus 100. That's right. The Nationals are going to light it up finally tonight. Giovanni Gallardo, he's my man. The Rangers minus 115. I hope Beltre's back. Actually, they had a bad tooth last night. Bad tooth. Astros minus 155. CFL football, same as Camp Riders. Over seven point teaser and a straight up bet to the over 51. Scout Radio coming up next.